Everyone up, everyone in. Time for the fun to begin. Come along with me, Lookout Bear, on a brand new adventure. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Michael B. Moynihan here, Zubilee Zoo's resident adventurer, Lookout Bear. I, along with my friends Paul. Hello, Zubaroos. And Billy. Welcome to the show. Have teamed up to bring you an informative and entertaining deep dive into the loving world of Zubilee Zoo, one episode at a time. So please, Buckle up and join us for When You're in Zubilee 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 Magic and wonder are waiting for you So come on with us now And discover the wonder of you Welcome to Zubilee Zoo That's right, you can listen to the brand new Zoobly Zoo podcast, dropping the 1st and the 15th of every month, wherever you get your podcasts, or at electronicmediacollective.com slash pod. Hello, we are the Monsters from Mahant, and you are listening to Moose's Monster Mash. to another all-new episode of Moose's Monster Mash. I'm your host, Moose. Today's guest joined us for a group episode back in December, but it is time to dive deeper into his career. Please welcome Mr. Cheney Morrow. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Good to be here. Good to have you back. And you are a very, very busy person. <laughs> no, no, it's got uh, you know it was a good. I uh, got lucky, couple couple good months. Um, yeah, I'll be uh, working on the third uh, third feature uh, later this month. Uh, recently wrapped uh, the Mutilator Two uh, and a film called Lake Checkout, written and directed by Josh Graves, and on to uh, uh, the next film, uh, which is entitled Mothman. So I'm actually. Looking forward to that one as well. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a busy busy couple months, you know. Which uh, I certainly wouldn't uh, won't complain about. Well, and I wanted to ask, like, how do you select the projects you uh, want to be involved in? I mean, I understand there's auditions, things like that, but you seem to like luck out and get these like projects in groups of like two or three when. A, a film comes your way that you know you you may or may not want to audition for, or a part or a role's been offered to you for. What what is your deciding factor in saying yes, this is something I want to do, or no, I'm going to pass? It's a uh, is you know I hate turning down anything, but unfortunately you know you you, you have to uh, uh, here and there. Um, it would at this point now. I would say, you know, that if I really liked it, like say I really enjoyed the script, my next question would be like, you know, when, uh, where, and, uh, you know, for how long would it take? Like how long would I, uh, would I be away? 
and then uh, you know you factor in pay and stuff like that. But uh, uh, it's definitely not beyond me to uh, 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 just fall in love with a character um, and, and go for it. But I guess ultimately it would uh, the deciding factor, like if I decide that I do enjoy it, would would be how long is it going to take to film? You know where where are we going? That kind of thing. Just the logistics. Of yeah. It. Speaking of characters, I was rewatching uh, Wrong Turn the other day, and Hobbs is a very interesting character, and I, I noticed that. Yeah, you you tend to lean towards these uh, very like unique, um, not damaged, but very unique characters that definitely stand out and are memorable characters. Thank you. Thank you. You because know, I mean, like, we, you know, we can take Wrong Turn and Haunt just off the top. Both of them have two very distinguished characters that when when it's brought up you're like oh yeah i know exactly you know who that is you know what 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 happened i mean like wrong turn hobbs is a very like he not deranged but he's off and it, you know he, he's you're playing essentially the right hand guy to the leader of the mountain men. And he, you know, this guy Hobbs has like a sadistic streak in him. You know, that, that's the other thing. Your, your, your characters seem to have this, uh, vicious streak in them that, uh, you, you, you as an actor portray very well. Thank you. <laughs> That's the, but with Hobbs, that was the the funnest part. What was so different about the movie, you know, was um, the people in the mountains weren't these uh, deformed, you know, inbred monsters. They were a, a their own civilization, and they, you know, the, the movie toys with the idea of you know who who started it, who did what. Uh, whose fault is this? And they really, they, they shine a light on the civilization. And at one point, you know, you find yourself understanding their way of life, like, you know, like how they do it. Uh, of course, you know, they're the villains of the, the story. They're barbaric and you know, can't, can't have that. Um, I thought the cool part about Hobbes was I kind of, um, what the movie was lacking was that really nasty bad guy. Uh, and I thought that that's the way I took Hobbs was he was to be that, yeah, that, the antagonizer of them while they they he is the right hand man. I, I look at him as like the crooked politician of the group, you know, the guy that was always up to something on his own. Like my theory that we never verified was that he rolled the log, which if the log that rolled killed them, then he absolutely started it. Uh, and you know he was kind of hassling them looking in their car and shit hanging outside their windows yeah. and, and stuff like that so i mean you know Hobbs, he didn't do that by order of venable like he did that on his own because he's you know he's the troublemaker yeah of them. and i think he's on the girl from from jump street and you know at the end when all hell breaks loose he very specifically singles her out to to go and get her for himself because that's what he was waiting on 
but it was fun. I think someone called me the Don Jr. of the cast. That's <laughs> what they referred to it. <laughs> Modine said that, actually. But I was here like the Don Jr. of this cast. I was like, yeah, I guess it's a... Hobbs, Hobbs, yeah. As far as reboots and, like, remakes go, this one is really good because it, you know, like you said, it's not, like, the deformed uh, hill folk. This was an entire civilization. It's like the village meets wrong turn. Um, you know, and it's this group of people that just wanted to be left alone and then you know, their ways, you know, much like any extremist, goes a little too far. You know, it it, it, it was interesting how they played with a lot of the uh, essentially like current events with you know race and politics, and you know, it, it was fun to see all that play out on, on screen in a like, kind of nonchalant way. And, you know, as you know, as they're talking about, you know, you're barbaric. It's like, we're barbaric. Well, what about you? You know, your society does this. And then lays all that out, and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, it's that turn, you know, turn the mirror on yourself moment. So that, that was a nice uh, shift, and like like you said, at one point you, you're almost uh, feeling for the uh, mountain men. Like <laughs> they just want to be left alone. You know, what what are you guys doing? Well, that goes away later. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, uh, I think that the cave people, well, the smashing of the head, if that didn't give them, uh, you know, close their envelope, you know, for them, then the, uh, the punishment of the, that they give to um, the character that Adrian Favela played, where they take the eyes, the ears, and the tongue and put them in a cave. Yeah. Know, that's I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> this is why you guys are bad. Yeah, this kind of right here. It's like change your ways a little bit, and you guys could be okay and just be left alone. Exactly. This, oh, this wasn't necessary. Like that. No one's on your side now. Like yeah, assholes. <laughs> we uh, talked about it a little bit in uh, December, but talk about uh, Quad Cities. What was uh? that uh quad cities was uh oh that was fun uh, justin markson who played the clown in haunt uh we became pretty good buddies and uh he and another actor uh writer actor director fellow named uh kurt oberhaus had a uh a series written you know a six part six part bit due to uh be released on like halloween you know, in the Midwest Monster Fest last year, we watched the first episode of it. And uh, I went out and uh, did my uh, my little bit. I mean, it's been out for a while. If anybody wants to watch it, by all means, I think you can watch it on YouTube. But I got to play uh, Justin's, you know, the villain of his, the villain in his saga. So that was 
you know, I, I, I love that guy. I was going to do, you know, anything he asked me to do. So, uh, but I mean, I had a lot of fun doing it. But it's a murder mystery. Uh, cop and a reporter got to find out who's been like brutally murdering folks in this, uh, in the Quad Cities region. And that's, you know, that's where I come in. <laughs> so with that i mean do you ever have aspirations to like play a good guy or is like the 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 villain your wheelhouse and you're just like yeah you know this is a, this is a fun thing to do well it's actually well with uh i got some projects coming out here within the next couple months that uh you know hopefully uh if all goes well for you know the rest of the the year I might not have to play uh, uh, any bad guys. This might be I might be on a good guy streak. Wow! Right now. So they got to come out first, you know. Uh, but Terror Trips, that film, formerly known as uh, On Location, I just don't have the new, the updated shirt. Uh, that'll be released on uh, VOD and in stores uh, on June thirteenth of next month. So. Oh, nice! That's a good. Uh, I'm pretty stoked for that. That was a, that was, I've seen it already, and it's. Uh, I'm really proud of that one. It was really good. So yeah, some, I, I, uh, I heard things, about, you know, I've, I've heard things about that one. I just so I'm looking forward to the, being able to finally sit down and, actually watch it because you, you, you're back with your, I, I think as you, uh, commented on Facebook, your, your horror boyfriend, you know, you and Damien are back together again with in this one yeah yeah i think that makes it like geez project number man four or five say four or five yeah and then i mean you're... Uh, at least, <laughs> uh guys a guys a freaking rabbit's foot <laughs> right guys a rabbit's foot he's uh he's, he's pure luck for me yeah that, guys, uh yeah it's, you know, we're, we're buddies, man, with Sap for four or five projects. We, we, if we couldn't stand each other, we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't, uh, continue to do it. But, uh, <laughs> this one, this, this flick in particular is going to give, uh, you know, horror fans of Damien and, and mine a, a special treat, I think. Um, this, this, this last one, it was certainly one of the highlights of my, uh, my, uh, shoot schedule was, uh, getting to, you know, work kind of head on, uh, work with him again, you know. Recently, you were working with him again on filming for Mutilator 2. What, what all was, you know, like, what, what was that like? I mean, I, I know you probably can't go into too much for Mutilator 2, but, you know, I mean, we, we've waited years for a sequel, and now here it is, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's something, man. Uh 40 years, uh, 40 years in the making. Uh, it was, uh, no, it was awesome, man, to, uh, the gravity of it was, was cool. Cause you're like, wow, this is a, a sequel. I know like on the, especially on the convention circuit and, uh, you know, just cult film fans, uh, they're, you know, they're waiting, waiting for it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, but it was a real cool pressure, you know, because I mean, given the projects, I can't say too much. I think it's gonna, you know, uh, it's gonna please, gonna please them i believe so i remember the day it was announced 
the internet buzz just blew up. You know, and that's before anybody, you know, anybody was attached to it. It was just, it was confirmed that Mutilator 2 was going, you know, going to happen. It's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because, yeah, Mutilator has become this, like, cult classic that gets handed out to, like, oh, you want you want to watch horror? Here, watch this, you know. And now it's getting a proper sequel, and it's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see the, uh, you know, how it plays out 40 years later in, like, production and stuff like that, but... No, it's it's probably looking at your IMDb is probably the uh, most anticipated project you're involved in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's easy to say there. <laughs> no doubt. Whereas, like, I personally am, like, as much as I am a fan of Mutilator, I'm more interested in House Sinclair. That's yeah. I'm not super sure the uh, progress uh, uh, on that at the moment, but uh, I know at the time, the last we spoke, I was uh, uh, I, I was interested. You know, I haven't uh, heard much about that yet, but I mean, I imagine it's still still in in the works. You know, um, I'm hoping because it looking at because again, it was one of those when it was announced, it's like, oh, this is you know, cool premise. I mean, yeah, you know, you. It, 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 you hear a lot of people say, oh, it's lazy to just, you know, take a, you know, working premise and, you know, do a prequel or a reboot or a sequel or a fan film. It's like, not really. I mean, either way, you have to sit down and write a movie about it. And here you're looking at a prequel story to the House of Wax story, which was interesting in and of itself. So to see how they got to where they were, that is, is definitely enough to pique people's interest. Yeah. No, I agree. It, it piqued mine. Um, yeah, it, it piqued mine. So you brought up uh, Mothman. What can you uh, uh, talk about for uh, talk about with Mothman? Like, um, it's uh, you know the old the old legend, uh, the Mothman. Um, it's pretty, uh, I heard a lot about it, uh, you know, growing up, just like scary stories to tell in the dark, that, that kind of stuff. Uh, um, but then the Mothman prophecy with the Richard Gere movie came out that kind of opened it up a little bit. This is a found footage, uh, film, uh, about... I don't want to get too much away about a, uh, a missing person search, uh, all kind of intertwined with the legend of the Mothman. And I'm playing uh, Injured Cold, which is essentially the uh, kind of a human personification of the Mothman, kind of in form of uh, a human. It, it's it's pretty wild. The uh, uh, of the ones I've done, oh my, this is the one that's really a uh, this one's going to be tricky. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm looking for. I haven't done a found footage movie, but I've had a couple of friends that have. Uh, so I'm curious that the process of it. Um, and the story itself, I mean, the, the Josh Brucker script was, it really, it was really good. Uh, really good. 
Uh, and as far as I know, Injured Cold hasn't has yet to be seen uh, in cinema. Uh, and you can find old drawings of people, but I don't think he's ever been played by an actor yet. Um, to where it's a clear picture of you know, like obviously an actor. Usually it's a blurred, you know, figure rather than a a, a man straight up. So you know, no pressure there. Well, I mean, upside that means you get to kind of come in with a uh, blank slate. Yes, that's that's cool. That that's really cool. So. If, uh, like I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just <laughs> as long as there aren't injured, cold, cold uh, madmen out there are going to be like, <laughs> he messed it up, and then you know, come <laughs> or something. Well, so that, be cool. that is the flips. You know, that that is the flip side to this coin. Is well, yeah. There's a blank slate going in. There's also going to be since there hasn't been a definitive version of the character yet people have made up in their minds what this person looks like and now you have the uh, you know hard task of basically ignoring those critiques of well you didn't uh, live up to what I had in my head well, I can't control what you had in your head. Yeah, that's the that's the most pressuring part of it. But uh, that's not it's not going to affect you know what what the decisions you know I make or the decisions Josh Brucker and I make together. You know we we we're going to pull it off. I have uh, I have confidence we're going to we're going to make something special. Nice. So, uh, well, I will try my ass to do it, though. I mean, I will give it my all. <laughs> give my all now, this is your uh, essentially second film in the vein of, like, you know, like the big legend and scary story style movies, you know, going back to Camp Out. Um, do you uh, do you find yourself like believing those stories, like ghost stories and Bigfoot, and you know the stories about Mothman and things like that, or is it just oh, those are just cool stories? Uh, I'm not a believer uh, necessarily. I mean, I, I would love I'd love to see something, you know. I just I have I haven't. Uh, I definitely treat it uh, as though it were real, you know. But when the project's wrapped, I, I have yet to. Be, I didn't go Bigfoot hunting, you know. After, <laughs> when it's over, it's over. I'm like, okay, that was fun. That was a good story. On to the next. But I certainly, I, I don't. Uh, I, you know, I got to see it to believe it. I, so, I say uh, it's so. It's one of those. I'm not a believer, but I would be happy to be wrong. Well, yeah, prove it wrong, absolutely. rather. Absolutely. I'd be wide open to that. That's awesome. Looking forward to all of your upcoming projects, which would you say is your most anticipated uh, pro you know, the, the one that you have coming out 
or going to be starting on that is your most anticipated upcoming uh, work? Um, it's technically, I can't say uh, too much about it yet, but it's technically it hasn't been listed on uh, IMDb yet. Uh, I can say that's going to be shot in September. And uh, the people involved are pretty incredible. Uh, but within the next couple months, it'll get, it'll be released. Like they have some more intel on it in the next couple of months. I just haven't uh, can't release too much of it yet. Interesting. But when it uh, when it comes out, or when 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 it's when the press kind of begins for it. You'll know exactly what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I don't think, I, I don't think I've had a chance to ask you this yet. If you could pick a uh, dream role, what would it be? Uh, Arthur Kirkland in Justice for All. And if, if I couldn't have that, I would say uh, Freddy Krueger. You'd be an interesting Freddy. I'd love to give it a crack. I could see it. Yeah, I'd love to give it a give that a shot. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely have that right uh, sadistic mindset when you're on on set. So, I mean, yeah, I could ta I could tap into his psyche. I think uh, relatively. Easily, but I said I've uh, uh, grew up on those films, like specifically, like that was my as far as horror went. I was a big Freddy guy, so I mean I've been watching him as long as I could remember watching movies. So you know, you take something that was perfect, and don't try to make it better. No, uh, just try to make it yours. Oh yeah, That's how I would that you know. Jack Earl Haley did that, and a lot of people didn't like it, but I mean, I still credit him for, uh, he had the, the balls to take it in a different direction. Yeah. You know, like Freddie's persona, his movements, it went, it was com completely different. So I give him credit for, for, you know, cause that's a risk that, and it's, he, sure he knew it was a risk and it risks work one of two ways. That's not to discredit him as an actor. Jack Earl Haley's fantastic. Like he's a damn fine actor. Especially when you're talking about those, like, icon characters. I mean, there's so many eyes on it, so many, you know, and especially with Freddy, where <coughs> he doesn't have the benefit of somebody like Michael Myers or Jason, who's behind a mask. I mean, he is who you see. So, mm -hmm. for years, it's always, you know, Freddy is, you know, Robert England. Robert England is Freddy. And that, that's where most people have a hang-up with. Oh, well, you can't do a new Freddy. Well, you, you can. You know, unfortunately, Robert's not going to be with us forever. And if we want more movies, you have to get used to somebody else playing the role. <laughs> you know, and yeah, Jack did an amazing job. You know, I, I think the writers might have dropped the ball in a couple spots, but... Overall, the movie was fantastic. I'm not certainly wasn't a hater of it. I don't know why it got anybody fired up. Horror movies, oh boy, if, uh, if somebody doesn't like it, they just 
spire and brimstone and just fucking scorched earth. They hate it. Like, goddamn. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that? that horror fans are, the, the horror community is probably the most passionate one way or the other. There, there's really no middle ground. They either really like something or, like you said, they hate it and are, yeah, just hate it. Just absolutely hate it and will just trash it. It's like, damn. Man. Can, can yeah, you not no, just no be kidding. like, okay, I don't like it. Cool, moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Next. Right. <laughs> Middle ground, folks. Middle ground. Man. That's their passion, though. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it's, again, it's that double-edged sword. I mean, it's the passion that fuels the industry and at the same time it's the passion that you know burns the projects so it's <laughs> it's the fuel and the fire and you know to my uh, previous statement is as much as i'm looking forward to the project that hasn't been filmed yet in terms of what am i looking forward to beyond that something that's already been filmed i think uh, mutilator will kind of speak for itself but uh, that late checkout uh, I think is going to be a, a, a nice little gem uh, for horror fans and gore fans alike. There was a lot of a lot of great people on that set. Uh, Derek Worley doing the makeup. I mean, that, that guy's incredible. I mean, he's fantastic, man. Uh, the whole cast, Elsie uh, Holt, uh, a few newcomers, uh, Bailey Harrington, Kamara Cole, uh, Anna Clary, Everybody was was awesome, and to be stuck like in a cabin at the top of a mountain for days, uh, it was you couldn't ask for a better group of people. So I, I and I saw some of the footage already, and it's, it's, I was it's like, wow, that that looks pretty damn good, man. You, know, you never know what to expect, but I, I think that'll be. Uh, uh, you can say I'm anticipating that uh, pretty well. Well, that, that's kind of what I was talking about at the beginning. Like you, uh, you, you just seem to have these like movies coming out in chunks, and then mm -hmm. you know you'll have a break, and then like a Cheney chunk, and then a break, and then a Cheney chunk. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. Well, I know all about Cheney chunks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so. Before we uh, wrap this up, because I know you have things to do, where can uh, listeners keep up to date with uh, Late Checkout, uh, you, your upcoming film that will be announced at some point on social medias and such? Um, I'm pretty lousy with uh, promoting and stuff, but eventually when I do, I mean, uh, the best place would be, you can find me on uh, Instagram, at Chaney Morrow, Facebook, there's... Uh, at late checkout movie on Instagram. Um, uh, it's a terror trips will be released next month. So I'll be sharing a lot of that information on Facebook as it, as it comes basically as it's, uh, as I get the news, that's when I try to put it out there, but people usually beat me to the punch. You know, <laughs> somebody usually phrases it so much better than me. I'm just like, well, I'll just hit share. You know, <laughs> you know with more elegance. Um, 
So, listeners, I'll have that posted in the episode description. You can find me and other great podcasters over at electronicmediacollective.com or just me over on Twitter at Moose Media Inc. Go be sure to look for Terror Trips next month. Go watch, if you haven't, Wrong Turn, Haunt, just about anything that's come out in the last, like, three years. You know, and be on the lookout for Janie's other amazing great product uh, projects I apologize coming out in the next couple years and god I can't wait to see what else you know your future holds for you oh thanks buddy yeah me me too man so a day at a time or chunks at a time rather (laughs) (laughs) and you know thanks for coming on again and can't wait to have you on again as your uh, career progresses and you know this is gonna, this is fun watching your uh, career grow i appreciate it man it's good it's good to be here well, glad you had fun and listeners like i said watch for terror trips and until next time mash on This has been Moose's Monster Mash. Come back for chills and thrills if you dare. <laughs>